Hello and welcome to the Raising Men Show. Yep, you know how we do. Tuesdays, right here on WKBY 1080 out of Chatham, Virginia. Also on Remnant Media and all the rest of our social media sources. Today's topic is, you don't know me. And a lot of us suffer through that problem and suffer through the issue where people don't know who we really are. There's things about us, things that we don't share, things that we want to share, things that we think we've shared that people just don't get. And when we're in relationship with people, sometimes our relationships are strained because people really just don't know who we are and on the inside. So we're going to ship in some time today in this in this series really explaining who we are and to each other because we as a family we need to know who we are so that our family relationships don't remain strained because we don't really understand and get each other. And coming through a pandemic like we have, coming through um, you know a, a really tragic death experience that we've experienced, there's some things that about us that have changed. We're not the same people that we were. And, so, and even in our family, my sons have all grown and I've grown as well. Eight years have gone by for us and Jackson was four and now he's 13 and Ryan, you were Eight. eight and now you're 16 and Caden so you were 10 and 9 10 and now you're just turned 18 and Evan you know you're I'm gonna see 13 now and he was what you were what seven at the time so there's a whole mm. 15 now he's 15 now. 15 now. 15 no, he was six at the time because he he's two years older right. than me it's six at the time and so but it's also hard because it's not sitting in the room but he'll be joining us later after because uh, Ryan I know you've got to go to practice and so we want to make sure we get things rolling so as we walk through this Ryan start us off what's some things about you that are, or you can pick it up. What are some things that are about you that people really don't know or understand? What do we don't know about you as a person, your type, and, and how do people always get that one thing wrong every time in working with you? Gosh. Um, okay, so one thing, this is like kind of like not even scratch the surface kind of thing. This, is, this isn't like a deep personal thing. It's just more... Uh, I know you're a hardened criminal. <laughs> uh, people, well, one thing is just really easy is that some people don't really think that I play sports, especially volleyball. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I Me tell too. people, oh yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like when I tell people I play volleyball, or I'll like, I'll like just kind of, I'll be talking to one of my friends who plays volleyball, and I'll mention that I play too, and they're like, "Oh, you play volleyball?" It's like, "Oh, cool. I didn't know that you did that." I was like, "I mean, yeah, you didn't ask." So it's like. Normally, I uh, I was literally talking to myself about this as I was going to school today. Most people don't really ask if I play any sports or and so it's either they ask me to find out or they'll eventually find out from either watching me play or they just don't find out at all. So I was like, okay, so because most people don't, I guess, assume that I play sports at all, really. You know, black kid. Most people don't play uh, volleyball. Yeah, that was gonna say you don't you don't play a stereotypical sport for a black athlete, right? Yeah, most of the that would be basketball, football, bank robbery. He's a bank robber. <laughs> well, that would be on uh, GTA. So, um, it's so it's something like that. So, there are some black athletes that do play volleyball. Oh yeah, of course. And I've seen a lot of, but it's mostly girls, right? I've seen a couple of guys as well. Uh, very many in like professional leagues. Okay. They can all jump really high. It's sure. insane watching them. But yeah, there's there's a few of that I've seen as well. It's not just because they're black and they can jump high, but it's oh, just they no, work. No, I'm just saying, but they, I just them specifically I was paying attention to, and they just they get up there. So yeah, I was just giving you a hard time. And here lately, I've been watching like SEC Network, and they'll, mm. they'll show a lot of the the girls' volleyball season right now because it's it's the season that's in. Oh yeah, right now it's so in between the football cuts and whatever other season's in right now. They'll show that, and mm-hmm. there's some real phenomenal athletes come, especially coming out of Nebraska and things like that, and in. Um, 
I think the, the one particular time the SEC was playing against the Pac-12 in volleyball, mm-hmm. and there was just some great athletes of a lot of different cultures playing. And mm-hmm. I never remember now. It, for me, it's, you know, stereotypically, I would have seen a lot of Japanese athletes playing, girls playing volleyball, mm-hmm. right? And I would not have imagined a lot of been a lot of African Americans playing volleyball. So when you started playing, you and Katie both started playing. I was like, "What in the world? <laughs> you know, we're going to be only people out there, only grows, only grows out there playing <laughs> volleyball." You know, but as a parent, you know, my goal is always to do and follow and support what you guys are doing, right? So. Is that something she oh. wants to say on the podcast? You want to talk to you want to talk to you want to share? It's something, something we something we get wrong with you every time. I know Claire is that she likes people that walk past the building. So, like I said, there's not a lot of African Americans in this particular sport that we are familiar with, right? That you see publicly. But now, how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel like you're really not an athlete? That you're really not thought of well, or? You know, they kind of shortchange you because you have a couple things going against you, too. So it's a two part question. Oh, yeah. You know, you're also good in the classroom mm-hmm. and you don't carry yourself like a jock. Yeah. Right? Um, so it's not that it doesn't make me feel like an athlete. I just I like to think of it as I'm more of a unique player because not a lot of people like to play. Uh, not a lot of people play volleyball, as we've seen, as I've seen at my school, because uh, uh, last season, actually, we when we were at tryouts. We didn't have enough to form a freshman team, so it was kind of we just had a JV team and a varsity team, which isn't the first time I've seen that happen before. Because not a lot of it's not like a very common sport for guys to play. Um, yeah. So it's not that like of course I don't think of myself as an athlete, but it's more like I'm kind of undercover athlete. <laughs> undercover athlete, gotcha. Slept on, guys. <laughs> yeah, slept on. So sometimes being slept on like that does that make you feel frustrated sometimes, or does that make feel sometimes like you have to prove yourself? Because you're playing. So let's give the context. You're playing indoor volleyball with the high school. Well, let's just say you played that the last couple of years mm-hmm. with the high school. So you you have to try out again this season, right? Yeah. And you're also playing indoor club volleyball, and, also and you're playing doing outdoor beach volleyball for the school, right? As well. Beach outdoor yeah. with this high school, and. I know for beach volleyball, personally, I've never seen another African American on the beach circuit. I don't think I have either, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that we don't go to the beach, but a lot of us just don't go to the beach. And then mm-hmm. those of us, those of us who do go to the beach and have fun, there's not a lot of volleyball. Yeah, you know, on the beach. That's not something I think of. Oh, when I go to the beach, I'm going to take a volleyball with us. I mean, I think maybe a frisbee or. We do around. take volleyballs though. Usually, I have. Well, well we we're different. But we don't though. use it all the time. Well, we're different though, because because Ryan plays and Caden has played, so we we do things. He's referring that are to like people different. like African Americans on the regular who go to the beach. They don't typically bring a volleyball with them, unless like unless maybe they're with friends and they want to. But sure. it's not a typical thing for us to bring. Now, and that's or that the thing. We've noticed. So, as you guys are listening to our show, if you happen to be an athlete of any particular cultural base, and it's and you feel like you're like one of the only, send us a message, get in our DMs, send us some comments on it, and let us know how you feel. How do you cope? How does it make you feel for being, like to use a coin or phrase from, uh, was it, was it LaMelo La Ball, one of one? There's moments when you can feel like you're one of one out there. And yeah. in, we don't live in an area where we have a lot of African-Americans out here. So in, you guys, your schools right now don't have a lot of African-American presence. So there's going to be a lot of times where you're going to feel like one of one, five of five, or 
five of twenty. You know what I'm saying? I don't even mm-hmm. know how many people Lacosta has. I don't even know either. You know, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, well that may be a, that may be something you guys ask Bella, because she's the president of BSU out there. Ask how what's the percentage or the number of African American students at Lacosta Canyon? There may be a hundred, mm-hmm. right? Out of a school that's got maybe two thousand, maybe there's fifty. But even at that, it's interesting. No, yeah. Kaden, we're going to go to you. Know, sorry, write anything else? Yes, please. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, I, skipped, I apologize. But I was going back to the how you said uh, how I how this makes me feel like walking around trying to prove myself. I I don't always think I have to prove myself to people around me that I oh I'm a, I'm good at this sport or I like to play this sport because mm-hmm. most people it's like I don't really worry about anyone who's not playing my sport because you know they can't say that it's hard. They can't say it's difficult if they're not. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> they can't. They can't my bad. That was an alarm to let me know earlier because I was taking a nap. <laughs> um, so they can't really let me know or tell me if my sport's easy or hard if sure. they've chosen not to play the sport before. So I, I'm going to play the sport how I want to. And if I find it difficult for myself, I'll say, oh, it can be difficult sometimes. But that's just my personal experience. Well, let me ask you a question, though. When we were dealing with Wave, because, you know, I feel some kind of way mm-hmm. about that organization. Some kind you know. of Wave. Huh? Don't some even, kind don't of wave. No, no, some kind of wave. I'm sorry. I'm not dealing with this today. I'm <laughs> leaving in 20 minutes. That's all. So, I'm going to get all the jokes I can. I know. Huh? I, I feel some kind of way about the organization. Yeah. Because I believe that you were, you were, like you said, Snapped. overlooked and slept mm-hmm. on because we were, at that time, was the last year, two, last two years, mm-hmm. we were the only African Americans in the gym. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, Speaking of which, there's actually well, not, uh, yeah, that's and this year. Uh, yeah, this 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 year. But I just want to say, like, there is another African American on the team with me as well. So that, that the great thing is that puts you in a trailblazer position. So with the other African American that came in, they don't have to think of themselves as one of one, mm-hmm. right? It makes them feel a little bit less pressure. And I don't know if they did or not, or or how they feel. Mm-hmm. But as a parent, when I was in that gym for the first two times, especially the first time, it was like, here we are in a sport. In a gym, in an area where we aren't familiar represented, I, I didn't care about being familiar with because I got GPS to get me familiar with anywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you're walking in a gym, and these people are looking at me like, and they presented the price sheet like, oh, that girl ain't gonna be able to pay anyway because it's it was twelve hundred dollars. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. They wanted twelve hundred mm-hmm. to start the day at a tournament. No, 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 about no, to start no, no. the season. To start the like season. That, yeah, that's how much they asked so, for at the season. And then they also asked for an additional 150 this year. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Let's get the numbers right so we, so we can make sure we understand. This year's numbers was 1,000 to begin the program, which is supposed to cover like uniforms and some other stuff. Who knows what that one may have been coaches, whatever it is, gym rentals. And then the next monthly fee every month through June was an additional 400. Hear me when I say. So, yeah, it's easy to think that not all the people are going to spend that. But everyone else in that gym, they, they, there was an easier assumption that, oh, they're going to pay it because they live in this area. And they're of a certain group. So they're going to be able to pay it. There wasn't an assumption that, oh, since we're here, we can be able to afford to pay it. And I paid it at that moment. But it still was uncomfortable because it just was a lot of money. So I'm just saying, in in there's an easy way to sleep on you, and and you've had two odd experiences with that organization where the easy thought is that you don't really know how to play and you don't have the experience to play. Ooh. Even when you tried out, right, for those two seasons, you wound up getting on crappy teams. The first season, I actually, 
I, the first series, I feel like I was... I, I don't even think I should have been on the team I got selected for, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest, because this was me coming straight back into volleyball after never playing since freshman year. Sure. Uh, and I was being on a JV team where I was learning the basics all over again. Sure. And then I went back into... I, I didn't even go to any of their, like, open... I went to one open gym at Wave, and then I went to tryouts. And I didn't even go to the first day. I went to the second and third day, and I did not know what I was doing, really. Mm-hmm. I was just doing the most basic I've ever known. And even my coach told me later on that season, he was like, originally, I wasn't going to put you on this team, but I decided to because I wanted to see what you can do. And he he said, I'm actually glad I put you on this team. Sure. That that made me feel pretty good about myself. Okay. And also saying that that, uh, as I've grown on that team, I I thought I was correctly placed onto that team. Okay. So then you, in in this case, you were not slept on by that coach. You were given an opportunity. Yes. Honestly, I was grateful for that opportunity, too. Okay. However, the season after that, I kind of got the cruddy end of the stick. Got it. Where they put me on a really crappy team because I was told to go play for the the age group higher because of my what grade I was in at the time. Um, So I was told to go play for a 17th team when in reality I'm supposed to play for 16s because of how old I am. But... Uh, I didn't make either of those 17th teams, and I got put on the, like the third 16th team, which was just miscellaneous kids from other age groups sure. who didn't make their other teams, and yeah. they just got put here. Which I think is crappy. And that, and so that's... you were the end slice of bread of exactly. teams put together. Yes. <laughs> no, but it, it fits though, because you know the end of the the end of the bread's brown. <laughs> I mean, the, it was the slices that no one wanted, but you're not going to throw them away. So yeah. No, that makes sense. No offense. Just, I don't like, eat the heel. <laughs> no one does. I move hey, past it. I do. I, I, well, I do as what? a parent because I don't want to waste the bread. So you know. At that point, it's like two slices. But I guess that's a good sandwich you can it's make. It's a good sandwich. Ed loves Michelin. He's fine. With he, wants to, he wants to play with he his dog. It. So, but, that, but that's the only thing. I don't, as a parent, I don't like people sleeping on my kids. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know what you guys can do. You know what I'm saying? So, and I know the desire, you know, I talk a lot about that sport and you have a passion for it. And that's Mm -hmm. why I always remind you guys that you need to play it as if it was the last time you'll ever do it. Right. Right. And we need to live our lives like it's the last time we ever have a chance to do anything. Even when we talk about Raising Men Show or the framework or anything, sometimes it gets hard to do these and always get geared up to do it. And we just get tired. I get it. Going to practice, getting up, doing it up. Just hit stop. I did. Okay, perfect. No, 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 no. Off topic. So, <laughs> you're on um, another tangent. It's, it's, it's something that's hard where not in every case do we get slept on, mm-hmm. but more cases than not we get slept on. But when we do, the question becomes, are we slept on because it, we, don't, we don't have the experience or are we slept on because we don't have the experience or assume don't have it and we're of color? Mm. And that's the thing where it makes me wonder, hey, had it been another group, a cultural group, who had a you know 129 episodes, 125 episodes of a show, of youth doing a show, would we have had a different response? You know, would we have more followers? Would we have had an, um, a topic on the networks already? So I, I say that in a way just, just to be free with you all to understand where something's an idea with as a parent. That people get wrong sometimes. Where people think, well, just because Craig's on radio all the time, he's trying to be positive and he'll never be frustrated. Well, no, I get frustrated because I know what you all are capable of doing. I know what we have, where we have come from, and I, I have a vision for where you all are going. So I don't want anybody to just sleep on you guys. 
Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So those are the things that frustrate me. And I know you have to go to practice. So tell you what. I got like 10 minutes. Until okay. I got to get ready. What time does okay. leave? But I want to make sure that just, that you know that you have the freedom to swap out when you and Evan want to switch mics. So I'm going to move to one of the other brothers over here. So it'll give you guys a chance to move without noise. You're going to move to Caden after. Well, so you want to move to Caden now or you want to? No, you, are, you already were going to move to Caden. Then you said then Ryan wasn't done. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Thank you. So, Caden, what are, what are some things about something or things about you that people get wrong and don't know and why? Why do people get that impression wrong about you? Um, this one's difficult because I don't talk to that many people. Um, hmm. I guess that I that I wouldn't go out. They get wrong that I wouldn't go out of my way. I got phrase? one for you. I'll, let me hear yours first. Okay. Okay. So the reason why I, I the one I have is because well, we got it wrong. I think it was either two episodes ago when we talked about you going out and you being the originally were the loud and more oh, outgoing yeah. one, and nobody believed me. Mm-hmm. But you, were, I still don't believe you. Well, that's but but again, but and, and I get it. And that's what I, I say when I say I'm the yeah. blueprint. This is what I mean. This this is what I mean. I'm finishing fur by be building my own thing. <laughs> but but it, you had to get the design for somewhere. Furb. <laughs> but it's just it's one of those things where it's tough because when people see that about you, they think that you're the quiet one. They think that you're gonna be just whatever. It's it can make you feel a certain way because I know because you and I talked about it even when you used to go to to Macala Valley High. There weren't a lot of people that said anything to you. Mm-mm. And even when you came, even coming out here, it was initially kind of quiet when we first got a chance to go to school. But, you know, people weren't necessarily talking to you a lot. But you chose, when you came here, to do something different. You know, you immediately joined the dance class, or dance team. Well, mm-hmm. what was the dance class? You, you enrolled in that. Yeah. And then you obviously must have been doing something in the class to to act like you were interested in, in the program. Mm-hmm. I don't know if joining the team was your intent, but when they offered it to you... I was like, sure, I guess. I mean, I was. I think it was the first guy that joined the team in a while. Mm-mm, history. Really? Yeah, because that, that was the thing that the counselor said. You were the first boy to ever join and take the dance class. Oh, wow. Period. First guy and first black guy how about that yeah and, and then oh sorry this year, this year this there's, year. A, there's another black kid black mm-hmm. guy his name his name is benji benjamin he's a lot better than i am but <laughs> well, i found out a lot about him like his he told me that his last name is really his last name it's like his descent like his slave owner's last name like he was this whole backstory he was like Slave ancestors were like slaves. Oh, so he, he did ancestry.com, probably. Mm-hmm. His ancestors were like slaves, and so his like last name is like not his, but it's his, and he's on the dance team. So, well, it, sorry, but that would that would make sense, right? That would make sense because a lot of you know we came over here on the boats. We didn't. We weren't allowed to keep our names. Our names. So. There ain't no Africans named Carlisle. Kunta Kene. You know, there ain't no Africans named Jones either. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or Brown. Or Brown. Or Smith. You know what I'm saying? Any other variation. Or any other variation. So, yeah, it's true. So, don't we have to look at that as being what it is? You know, mm-hmm. these are the names we have from 
early days of the people who either owned us or families that are mixed and or a occupation. That's why Smiths come from people who were blacksmiths, people who work with metal. In a lot of cases, they took the last name of the occupation they were in. Our last name, Carlisle, is an English name. Mechanic. And Car. Oh, Lord. And so my first name, Craig, which is also my mother's, your one of your grandmother's last names, that is an Irish name. And so when I used but to travel. Irish. I, well, here's the funny thing. So I used to, remember I used to work for Abbott and I used to go to Ireland. Ireland. And my first trip out there and I had a, uh, I reserved a car to take me from the airport to the office for the first time. And the guy asked me, he, he said, Mr. Craig, you have a strong Irish name. Do you know if you have Irish roots? And so I thought I would just make a joke. I said, oh, yeah, black Irish. He says, really? Oh, I'm so excited to, to see you. This is your first time coming back home. And were you, you know, did you have family that was born here? And I said, no, it's my first time. I've never been to Ireland before. Well, I was so excited to see you. And when I pulled up, of course, I get out the airplane and he's waiting for me in baggage claim with a sign with my name on it. And I walked up to him and he says to me, I said, I'm, I'm Craig Carlisle. He says, you're not black Irish. I said, I'm black. What an Irish name. <laughs> and, I, and I thought it was funny. Of course, yes, racist joke. I get it. Right. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, that's mm-hmm. not what that means. He wasn't angry. But I, w- I told him, I said, dude, I, I seriously thought that's what that meant. I, is there really something called black Irish? He goes, yeah, it's really a thing. I said, well, what, what thing is it? He says, there, he's black Irish people have very, very dark hair, jet black hair with very, very fair skin. And I was like, I was shocked. I was like, really? He says, yeah, just because you're black and you have an Irish name doesn't mean you're black Irish. It has nothing to do with that. And I was like, wow. So, well, you taught me something today. That's pretty cool. He goes, yeah, I thought you were going to be black Irish, but oh, well, get in the car. And we laughed and we walked <laughs> off and I was like, and I, and I felt bad because I didn't I didn't know no, I had offended him because I didn't know that was a thing, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, but when I tell the joke to people now, tell the situation to people now, people laugh because like, oh yeah, people because people know that it's other people other than me know that there's yeah. really black Irish people. So, so if you're black Irish, I am not, but I have an Irish first name, which is really my mother's last name. What? So so. My mother's last name, her maiden name is Craig. Her, so her birth name was Eunice Craig. Even though, when she, so when she married my dad, of course it became Carlisle. But her maiden name, as they call it, is Craig. Mm. So, after, so based on that, do you have any other parts about you that you think people get wrong when they think about you or when they meet you for the first time? Um... I guess they people think that I wouldn't go out of my way to help them, even if it's like something small. It was like, oh, I'm more. Uh, what's it called? I'll do the best I can with what I have to help them, whether it's like homework or um, problems they have, or to help them find a solution for what they're trying to do. And I guess I don't know. That's the best thing I could think of at the time. So do you want to be thought of as a person that's helpful? 
does it matter? Does it mean something to you to be thought of as a person who's helpful versus does it really, do you really care if anyone thinks you'd help them or not? Um, it goes either way. I mean, I'm, I like helping people and I'm, it makes me happy knowing that people can come to me when they need help. Um, but I don't, mm. I guess it would it would mean something. It would it would make me feel some type of way if it was someone I was close with felt like they couldn't do that. Because I mean I know y'all will come siblings wise y'all come and help me and so I'll be like yeah no solve it yourself. Unless because y'all are my siblings and then y'all annoy me sometimes. But I was gonna I'll say help, I was I'll gonna help say sometimes. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't always help Evan and Jackson, well, especially Evan when you come to do something, right? Yeah, so I help him sometimes. Mm-mm. Sometimes. Well, he did help you put the clothes together because you all don't think I helped you at all. You think you picked it all himself. So that's a whole different story. Uh, <laughs> I remember I heard y'all talking about it at dinner yesterday. I know. Nate roasted me and stuff. What did he say? <laughs> Help me. What Nate said? He put it out there and then we left. What did Nate say? But would you Nate tells me, it don't matter which, who picked the clothes. Neither one of y'all got girlfriends anyway. <laughs> I know. Dang. That's pretty rough. Dang, Nate. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, and I was like, I, I was like, I'm glad I was almost finished with my meal. I was like, dang, <laughs> took my meal, I took my appetite. So, any other thoughts about? Because you, because you know, you're a helpful person. Mm-hmm. So, I guess to me, if if it seemed like you were, you just waving your hand over there. What's up? I had a question, but it's off topic. Oh, stay on topic. Stay on topic. Is it relative to me? Yep, yeah. stay on topic. So. To me, it would make sense that you thought it would have a big deal about people thinking that you weren't a helper because I think that you are a helpful person mm-hmm. or can be when you're not trying to give your siblings <laughs> the run around. Yeah. Anybody, any, any, either of you have any thoughts on Caden being think of wants to be thought of as a helpful person versus or anything new? Yeah. No, expose mm-hmm. me. I'm kidding. Okay, so Evan, what's something or some things about you that you believe people get wrong about you every every time, and why? I mean, what are how do people th- see you sometime and they think one way, but you're like that's not me at all, and it's frustrating. As a stereotypical black guy, mm-hmm. no, no, just in general. No, like that's 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 how they think of me, and I've been told many times by many people that they think of me as a stereotypical black guy. Really? They walk up to me, they always dab me and they're like, what's up, cuh? I'm like... I'm from the suburbs, all right? Exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> they think that all black... They're like, a couple of days ago, this one kid came up to me and he's like, can you give me the black test? I'm like, the what? He's like, the black test, you know, to know if you're black. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know the question. Step one, is your skin white? <laughs> And they just ask me, they just think I'm like the very stereotypical, typical, stereotypical, 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 I'm not going to say sorry, gang man, gang man, <laughs> nicely fitted, knows well, not a lot, came from. huh, <laughs> knows not a lot, but is very it's athletic, that's what they think of me. Okay, so, racist, no. so, but let's, let's, so let's walk it back, how much of that is true? Not all of it. Well, 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 no, 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 no. Because for you, <coughs> this I'm should not actually. A gang member. No, no, no. no. I, I understand that. We're not talking about no, you being I, a gang is it, is member. true? What parts of it are true? Oh, so I'm athletic. <coughs> I can dress nice. Okay. Um, and you're black. Yeah. Okay. I would hope. Well, at least we told him anyway. Ancestry.com. <laughs> 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 no, but we can't use that word. But they're not sponsoring the show. 
So, in your dress, are you dressed nice? Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so of those stereotypical things, I mean, what? Are you? Does it frustrate you that you're considered to be stereotypical, or not you, really? I, I mean, are you, I kind of just don't care, actually. I whatever they say to me, I kind of just tune down, anyways. I'm probably not even listening. So, but but why is that? Because people tell me that all the time. So it's like, okay, well, it's the same thing. Because so like, you're a stereotypical black guy who doesn't listen. Probably. Because <laughs> they, they tell me that all the time, so I kind of just don't listen. I know what they're gonna say. <laughs> Cotton in your ears. Wow. 